When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that encourages you to flect now so you can reflect later. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've not been doing any flecting at all lately. <laughs> How the hell are you going to reflect? Yeah, uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, today, Daddy, welcome. <laughs> surprise me with a with a Mike Daddy out of nowhere. Um, uh, as part of redo to nope <laughs> redo to December. <laughs> 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 um, we uh, asked y'all to vote on Facebook which episode topics you wanted us to cover again because we did them once. Now we're do diding them again, and yep. one of them is uh, queer dads. So, yep. uh, in order to help us on this journey, we are going to have the Peters Matthews family yep. of Joseph Peters Matthews fame yep. <laughs> on, on the show uh, in a little bit. Friends of the show, oft appearance yeah I, I was looking they've been on like four of the six years or something we've been around they've been on yeah. uh so maybe this is like we just every year need a like a little life update on a, how to check in yeah sure yeah. yeah they definitely have news for us too Ooh. Um, but first but first here's the news shut your mouth hole it's time for your ear holes news 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 okay News the first, Kyle. Yeah. Do you know who Aaron Sorkin is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he well, was a he was a guest star on an episode of Thirty Rock once. Exactly. Yes. That's his. Yes. That's top of his. This CD. His legacy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so he has recently been criticized for uh, casting Spanish actor Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz who was Cuban, in Being the Ricardos. So uh, uh, Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman are playing the I Love Lucy duo of what? That's the... I, I, maybe it's just the gays that I follow. They're like, every, like not casting Deborah Messing. Oh. Everyone is freaking their fucking shit out there. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? This is dumb, 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 dumb. Although, I mean, I guess they have to. Nicole Kidman looks a lot like her, on, at least on the poster. Like, they, I mean, whatever. But yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the... Well, so actual thing. So you're you're illustrating exactly part of the problem here, which is that he is not gay. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin is straight and um needs to listen to the gays more. But anyway, <laughs> so when when he was criticized for casting a span a Spaniard as a Cuban real life human that existed in the world, <laughs> uh he 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 doubled down and said, um, not only, well, he's, okay, he's, he said, quote, it's heartbreaking and a little chilling to see artistic communities resegregating ourselves over elements of a character that are not actable. This should be the last place there are walls. Spanish and Cuban are not actable. If I was directing you in a scene and said, it's cold, you can't feel your face. That's actable. But if I said, be Cuban, that's not actable. Nouns aren't actable. Gay and straight aren't actable. You can act being attracted to someone, but can't act gay or straight. So this notion that only gay actors should play gay characters, that only a Cuban actor should play Desi, honestly, I think it's the mother of all empty gestures and a bad idea. Oh, that's funny. I don't give a shit what you think. It's so crazy how much I don't care about your opinion on this. That's a, and I don't care about my opinion on this because there's a reason that groups like I'm not a part of this group. So when a whole group of people tell you some shit, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your opinion, white cis yes, straight dude. Thank you, white man. <laughs> Please continue to inform Cubans how to feel about this issue. Yep, yep, yep. If they say gay is not actable, fuck off. Like, gay is absolutely actable, and the danger is that you act it very poorly or stereotypical, and uh, I... I do not at all believe that eh, this is about Cuban shit, not gay shit. But well, no, he he made it about gay shit, which is why it's in the news. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah, right. it's it, he did it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, gay is. Uh, I 
when I see someone that is, I, I know, I know what it looks like to me and it is not the, the gay best friend trope. Yeah, it is right. not the, uh, like sassy, you know, gay, asexual friend trope. Like it is, there's, there's something specific about it. And I don't, I believe in my ideal world, every, anyone should be able to play gay. It's that gay people are so, uh, cast so little outside of being gay. It's like, at least cast a gay person like uh, if if gay people were cast as often as straight people yeah. that would be a different story but they're not so yeah. what's the low-hanging fruit and that's the gay roles yeah 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 <laughs> you said fruit i said fruit i'm talking about gays uh it's a sin showrunner russell t davies has extensively argued in favor of casting queer actors for queer roles and, uh, quote, because I think if you're casting someone, you want an actor who can portray falling in love or being duplicitous or being evil or being a drug runner or being a saint or being ill or being a bad son or a good son. That's what they're there to portray. But gay is not a performance and casting gay as gay now is the right thing to do. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Fuck you, Aaron Sorkin. No. Your bullshit is bullshit. <laughs> uh, news the second. Yeah. Okay. What would you do if I said no one time? Well, it's more like I'm. I'm. I'm more asking if like you're ready to move on. No, I feel like you have more. I want to. I want to continue flecting, Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, somebody flecked me, please. <laughs> flecked me in the butt. Okay. Um, moving on. (laughs) The U.S. Census Bureau's Household Pulse Survey is an experimental short-term survey designed to help officials gather data during the pandemic. Um, and, uh, but they included gender and sexuality issues in that study. And so there's a bunch of new data about how extensive LGBT plus representation is in the United States. And, uh, nude ADA. (laughs) (laughs) um and the results are interesting because they're it shows over 20 million people in this country which is double the numbers previously thought so eight percent of respondents identify as lesbian gay bisexual or transgender and a further two percent identify with a different sexual orientation um which uh, is like pan or ace Mm. um ace arrow folks but 10 percent of people that are responding to this are saying that they are a grsm or gsmr or whatever no grs are those letters mm-hmm. that it, sounds like a technology <laughs> company that sells like <laughs> geo fencing uh iphone app surveillance equipment yeah mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> i agree uh the the survey which we've talked about before on the show uh suggests that bisexual people make up the largest demographic in the lgbt plus community about four percent of those surveyed saying that they are bi and uh the total amount of lgbt plus people in america could now equal the population of florida interesting comparison <laughs> 21 million yeah sure you know talking about gay people so let's talk about america's dong <laughs> 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 um uh, yeah, so so um, there's also data in the UK, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> um, they're they're British, not gay, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, I don't know. Some people have said ten percent before, and everybody's like, "No, it's not that high." There's including no way. me. I yeah, I I've said that before, and then. Yeah, and then people were like wrote in um, and were like, you know, the survey, like, to my credit, like, I presented the numbers that were based in research, and then it's like, oh, but there's more than that. It's like, I don't know. I, what, I don't know how to do, deal with that. But I would not have guessed it. Like, some of the studies go from, like, you know, 4% or, or like, that's what the, some of the recorded data are, but now it's, uh, um, yeah, 10% is a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah, it's probably all the glitter in the water. <gasps> We're transing all the people now. We trans the fish. They're trans. They they're transed, and then the the people ate the fish, yeah. and they got gay by curiously <laughs> transed. If only Rush Limbo were alive, so we could get his take. Yeah, yeah. No, nope. still wouldn't care. But I appreciate what you're saying. Um, yeah. News the last. Yeah. News the last. Wait. What? 
No, okay, I selected. Okay. <laughs> did you get any on you? Um, so, uh, did you know that Quidditch is actually a thing? No. Quid- Stop it. <laughs> Move to the next story. I can't. Do, I can't. Whatever you're about to do, I can't with you. Okay. Uh, there, there is so Quidditch, the fictional game from the Harry Potter universe, exists in real life. There is a league both in the United States and in the UK: U.S. Quidditch and Major League Quidditch. And uh, they have issued a joint statement. Those leagues have issued a joint statement saying that they are starting the process of naming it something other than Quidditch. And they say it's because J.K. Rowling is a cunt. <laughs> and That's what you have to find to win. You have to find the golden cunt, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the golden snatch. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they're not... What what the fuck are you talking? They're not playing Quidditch. They're they're not on floating brooms. No, but they do have brooms and they run around the field. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, they just stick a broom under their legs? I don't want to know. It, I want it. I don't want it. I want to know. No, I don't want. It. I uh, yes, yes. They, they just do. like stick brooms under their legs and run around and go. Wee! Yeah, it's uh, it's yep. They have broomsticks and it resembles soccer and field hockey. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I they- want to be accepting of things that have literally no impact on me because that's important <laughs> to me. But this is where I draw the line, people. Yeah. Well, the leagues say they hope a name change will help them continue to distance themselves from J.K. Rowling, who has increasingly come under scrutiny for her anti-trans positions in recent years. Oh, and also there might be a problem with the trademark. <laughs> oh, BT dubs. You can't do that. Yeah. Yep. Um, however, I thought this was super interesting. Uh, both leagues have a gender maximum rule, and it says that teams cannot have more than four players of the same gender on the field at the same time. Um, and uh, so the sport, quote, has developed a reputation as one of the most progressive sports in the world on gender equality and inclusivity. I mean, according to J.K. Rowling, you just change genders if you want. Right. Oh, no, I know I'm female now and I can keep playing. That's what she thinks is happening. Too many men on the field. Well, I've got well. something to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck her. Goddamn. <laughs> just fuck her. Yeah. That's the news. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want to say two things up top because we're going to have guests on for the for the rest. Okay. Um, so I'm going to top you real quick. Well, um, great. Uh, I'm flexing. <laughs> might need to deflex. Um, for attention. Yeah. Uh, the worldwide video se- video station yeah. <laughs> um, is now online. So on our YouTube channel, you can find the panel Q and A, uh, the documentary I made the. Uh, oh, the 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 Q and A that you and I did after, and yep. um, I'm like calling this like bonus online footage or something like special DVD yeah. bonus content is. Yeah. Um, I talked to a 21 year old college student who I was planning on including, but um, uh, the couldn't for technical and and other time and everything reasons. So um, there's a separate 15 ish minute conversation that I had with um someone who uh, I actually very, very much relate to his story, but it's interesting because as I asked him when I was talking to him, like you are the numbers, like the numbers of the Trevor project that we often see posted online is, you know, 40 to 50% of people struggle with self-harm or have, or can consider suicide or all this stuff. And it's like the young LGBT people they're referring to it. Like you are that category. Yeah. How does yeah. that feel? So it, I thought that was an interesting conversation. So yeah, go to our YouTube channel. Gay. Nope. Uh, youtube.com slash gayish podcast and you can check those out they're in a playlist yeah. called for attention yeah um also by the time this goes up you pointed your pen at pen me, like like you and were it's gonna, open yeah okay <laughs> i promise to flex <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> um uh we we will have had secret santa oh yeah by the time this goes up yeah and it was it was wonderful we had a great time and we loved it and thanks for my gift and we had so much fun unless it didn't happen for some reason in which case we look forward to the rescheduling of it and everything's everything was good sure um but thank you to uh tb for organizing that we really appreciate it yeah gay super fan and awesome coordinator guy dude yeah it's nice when we just have to show up to stuff (laughs) and then yeah so thank you for doing that thank you to everyone who participates it's fun little little gay treat that we get 
Yeah. Near the end of the year. Um, also, speaking of gay treats, okay. I want to thank the following Patreon members. Sure. Uh, Patrick Doherty. Mm. What? I don't know. Oh, okay. You said treats. I thought they were going to be delicious. Oh, so they like... probably are. <laughs> um, I didn't know if you knew him. or I feel like that's the name of like some lead of a Christian band or something. Anyway. Um, like a senator from a conservative state. I was going to say like the head of like Nickelback or something. Anyway. Um, or uh, <laughs> Dan's reaching for a button. What? Are you thinking of Daughtry? Yeah. Chris Daughtry? Chris Daughtry. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this could be pronounced like that. <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, John the Book Hoarder. Okay. I, Putting the whore in Book Hoarder. <laughs> uh, Cameron Doherty. <gasps> Are you related? I want to know. Why is there a man between you on the That's list? That's what I was... I, yeah, did, did you both sign up, but someone caught it right in between? And Is this like, like a couple that's married and they've heard me get mad at people that are couples that signed up in which case thank you i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. um and matthew <laughs> great <laughs> uh, is, so, it, is he it's like spelled the normal way uh nope there are 14 t's in it it's <laughs> crazy uh thank well you done. <laughs> um thank you to our patreon members you get bonus content we just finished playing our last session of D as a bonus like yeah. actual play thing um, which did we win? Most, You'll have to find out. Or did? Yep. Did the darkness <laughs> consume us. Um, so get a lot of bonus shit by going to Patreon.com/slash/gayishpodcast. Yeah. Do you want to talk about queer dads? Let's talk about queer dads, gay dads, queer dads, queer gay dads, dads, queer dads. Do to formally make it a number two. The last uh, episode topic was queer dads. So okay. if we talked about gay dads. That'd be its own thing. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, I feel like you just mic'd me, but like in a good way. See, there, it's weird because sometimes I care about this shit, but it's rarely what you care about. So it's, if our overlap was a little bit higher, it'd be much easier to deal with you. But I don't know. So I don't know what to. I don't know what to do about that. Great. We'll reflect on that later. Yep. Um, uh, uh, queer dads. Yeah, queer dads. So um, the last time we talked more about just like queer dads in general, uh, we talked about. Um, Thomas Beatty, the pregnant trans guy, we talked about, um, you did a lot of numbers and stuff. That That's um, pretty, that's a good generic thing to say. That's probably true. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Stan. You also talked about that you used to be able to suck your own dick. I talked about blowing myself uh-huh. when I was younger. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's what, that's what we should have taken away from that episode. Dan, thank you. Now I'm turning red. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we thought this time we would have, uh, Brandon and Joseph back and, and to talk about their family and how things are going and, and what their queer dad life is like. Yeah. They were last on, uh, Father's Day. If you want to check out the, the, uh, at that time, um, Topher, um, their kid was a little baby then. So he's grown some number of months since I, then I hear, and become they some, do that <laughs> yeah like i guess he keep and then like they keep having to like take care of him which is seems like a lot of work um yeah, yeah so we're gonna have them back on and talk about their family and we thought also it'd be fun because it's like this coming out uh near christmas so we'll kind of reunion and family celebration that, yeah. that everyone can listen in on it's the holiday season right okay yeah uh you want to take a break oh uh yeah let's take when, a- we, when we come back we'll have the brendan peter's the Joseph Peter. We'll have daddies. All of the Matthew, Mark, Luke, Johns. <laughs> on. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Hey, Kyle. Oh. Hey, Mike. <laughs> I think we just have to jump in. So yeah, our, this, our, is, our, this is as good as it's got. All right, great. Are we back? Okay. Yes, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we are here uh, once again with the... Peter's Matthews's. I will yes. say we were <laughs> primarily joined by Topher <laughs> with guest stars. What is it? Papa and Dada? What are yeah. they? <laughs> you could also put those away. I did not childproof this place at all, and that is very clear. <laughs> we're used to that. It's fine. Um, welcome back to the show, you guys. It's so good to see you. It's great to be here. Topher, how old are you? Say it Say it into this. How you're one. You were that, one. Do you 
do you know how old you are now, though? None of that was a word, though. So I don't think I don't think it's correct. You've got a ball. Yeah, you're two. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I don't know who to believe. <laughs> I will say, I had I had coffee with you and Topher not too long ago. It was like in the fall, I think, late summer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it, I can see a huge difference in his energy level, amount of like connecting and communicating that he does with his other humans. Like, yeah. A lot has changed just yeah. in a few months. Yeah. He found my dowsing rods. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm indoctrinating him into witchcraft already, Joseph. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Do you want to sort of like fill us in on on life since then? Yeah. Uh, you, you, you who are here, see Topher, uh, and those who aren't probably hear him, depending on how much cleanup happens. Uh, um, yeah. So Topher was. Seven or eight months the last time we were on, and now he's two years and two months, uh, and has two speeds off and on. And right now he's doing his best to never be turned off. That is never nap. Yeah, um, he's like category three, category four hurricane. Yeah, in 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 tiny person form. Yeah, all the time. Um, <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, so we've, I mean, we've had him, we've been dealing with pandemic. We, um, I'm, I'm at home with him three days a week mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. It's also exhausting, particularly when he doesn't nap. Uh-huh. Um, yesterday we went for a drive delivering bread cause I just needed to bake sourdough bread on Friday to not feel off the walls. Sure. Uh, and he, the, the goal was that he would fall asleep. Uh, he slept for the half hour between Ravenna and White Center, um, and then was awake for another fifty minutes driving around, and did not go back to sleep when we got home either. So, what's know. what's the? I mean, I hear the phrase "terrible twos," but I don't know anything else about like what milestones you're supposed to hit at two. Uh, I think his terrible twos aren't particularly terrible for us. Um, the the easiest way that I've had it explained to me is that if you think about the terrible twos, which sometimes started 18 months, his did, it's kind of an adolescence of early childhood. Mm -hmm. So if you think about back to your tweens and like not knowing how to communicate what you were feeling and what to do with it Mm -hmm. so that other people also couldn't interact with you in a way that was Mm -hmm. beneficial for everyone, that's what causes a lot of the frustration Mm -hmm. is that like you don't have the words or you can't use the words that you know to say what you need. Um, so you just have to pitch fits. Uh, <laughs> good thing I learned that, and now I'm very effective right. at it. I can always tell people what I need and when I need it. Yeah, some twinks never it's get great. there. <laughs> um, so mostly, I mean, the most terrible part is when he doesn't nap. And that's just because it's on all the time. Yeah. Right? Me being on. I mean, Brandon is, we're going to trade off in a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> but the just the... Keeping him safe, keeping things from being destroyed. He's picking up a bottle opener right now that has a pointy <laughs> end on it, and oh, great. like, but all the time, yeah. Except when he's asleep, so it's, right. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's just exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that case um, a few years ago where the flight attendant got fired because she put Benadryl in a drink that she gave to child on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> was she really wrong? Right. Let's discuss. <laughs> I've, I've, I've joked about it uh, myself, but have we've we've never needed to result to it. He's very well sleep trained. Yeah. There have been natural sleep regressions, but um, but he's gotten back to his routine. He's just remembering how to nap again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember how to nap. Hey, Brandon, you want to trade? He's trying to get glasses. Oh, I'll I'll come help. We are now going to treat each of you interchangeably, so you just have to learn how to pick up the conversation where we left off, and you will have no context whatsoever. Uh, so I, I imagine divide and conquer is like the only way you make it through your universe, is that... Yeah, to get relief, one of, us, one of us has to take full control, and the other one can wander off. Yesterday we did a bit of that, and each got to see a movie separately. Oh. so Like at the theater? Yes. Wow. Yeah. What did you see? Uh, so I saw the new Spider-Man. Okay. And Joseph went to the Spielberg reboot of West Side Story. Okay. Yeah. 
God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Joseph is a theater gay, so that doesn't really surprise me. Uh, how much like, like just now you traded off like explicitly, like you, like like you said, hey, let's let's trade places. How much uh, how much like negotiating is there versus how much do you just kind of naturally trade off in your day to day? A lot of it is natural. Some of it's very intentional. Yeah. So uh, Joseph is the primary caregiver because he's around on three days a week that I'm at work. Uh, and so at the end of those days, Topher is very much ready for somebody else to be in his life. And I usually get hugs and cuddles and time spent in the evenings on those days because he's tired. He's done with Papa mm. at that at that point but weekends tend to be a little bit more of a toss-up sometimes we'll do family activities uh if he goes down for a nap we can do independent things uh but sometimes it's very intentional like i i need four hours to do x y or z uh and i'll relieve you once that time has elapsed then then i'll take over but a lot of it's just kind of more natural i think yeah yeah a, a really good brainstorm was Last week, we went to do Santa pictures uh, at the Washington Athletic Club where we're members. And that, our appointment was, I think, at 9.30. Um, and then it was, okay, we're out of the house. We're dressed. It's 9.45. What can we do that is not going home? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that we're, we're finding our footing still. I mean, yeah. re- renegotiating everything all the time and figuring out what does and doesn't work. He yeah. gave me his milk, and I don't know what to do with it. Is this for me? Do I pretend to drink it? Wait, don't forget your milk. <laughs> Feel free to say, like, real time what you do or don't want to talk about. But you guys, you guys have, you have some news since last time? Do you want to share that? Is that okay? That's true. So we are expecting baby number two uh, late May. I think May 20th yeah. or so next year. So. And what specifically about everything you've described made you think, yeah, yeah, another one let's, will help. Let, let's do that. Let's do two at the same time. Let's keep going. Last time I said that. <laughs> um, no, what, yeah, what, what made you decide uh, to want another one? So I think for us, uh, we have the opportunity to do all of our family planning very far in advance and thinking ahead to what we want our family to look like. So part of that was intentional about how many children we would like to have. So uh, obviously he's a handful right now and adding another small child to the mix will triple our work. But, um, but we had already kind of made those decisions and nothing about our experience so far has changed that attitude. So yeah, you were very well prepared last time you knew exactly through the surrogacy process, you know, like what you wanted in, surrogate in a contract in like sperm donors all that stuff i'm curious what's this time like with with a surrogate like what's that planning and process look like yeah so yeah the embryos were created early on so they exist and existed uh so they're like from the same do you get them from the same batch so yeah same egg donor uh split they split the clutch and so half and half and then they determined which ones were the healthy viable ones and those were were frozen and then the surrogate is actually a different surrogate. So the other woman that we worked with had already had three C-sections, and that was the limit that the agency would allow. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't go through surrogacy with us again or is probably going to be discouraged from having another C-section on her own. Uh, and so we w- switched to a new surrogate who actually lives a little closer. The, mm-hmm. the other woman lived in Oregon. This one lives a little farther north uh, in Camano Island. So... Um, so it's a new person, which is, there's good and bad to that. Like it's a, a new relationship that you have to kind of build early in the, in the pregnancy. But, uh, but she's been great to work with so far and we're looking forward to having a long-term connection with her. I know last time you were, uh, you weren't talking about like who, who everyone wants to know, like who's sperm, like who's like, are you, what, how, <laughs> to what, like, to what extent do you talk about now that Topher's getting older and may have more visible features or like, are they going to be related through like the, the sperm? I don't know the right way to ask that. Like through the sperm or do you want different? Do you each, what you want one? Like- yeah. So the, the, the siblings, since there's a split among the embryos that were viable, uh, all have the same egg donor mother. Mm-hmm. So they're all half siblings. Um, and we've said since Joseph and I have very different statures that it'll be obvious at some point. And 
certainly uh I, th- I think to some of our family it's already obvious mm-hmm. uh genetically who's related to the to the first but um uh, but at some point it will be open and we'll talk about it and it's not going to be something that we try to keep mm-hmm. quiet because again we have very different statures and we look different yeah do you share like not who specifically is a sperm donor but if both are the same we we've kind of kept it quiet uh and not even really confirming when people have their suspicions as much as possible um uh, but the same will be true for for the next one that's coming along tui as we've referred to tui tui <laughs> <laughs> that's great you all right oh another 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 tag team <laughs> Again, some of the wording on this. We're gonna need to, there's a child in the room. Speaking of wording, has the phrase "daddy" changed in your mind at all? Uh, no, I'm. Hmm. It's. I know a big part of it. I certainly within our queer community, there are certain necessary connotations or unnecessary. Um, <laughs> but my, I have two younger brothers, and we all call our dad "daddy." Like we've just we're we're very Ooh. southern that way, oh. and. Like, like never... Blanche Devereaux. Big, yeah. Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Very much, yeah. Uh, so neither of us uses it. It's not really what Brandon or his brother call their dad. But mm. yeah, I mean, when I text my brothers, we don't talk. We just say, how's Daddy doing? Mm. And yeah, Blanche Devereaux is a very good comparison. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. <laughs> Have you? Has this encouraged more uh, gays calling you Daddy? Uh, has the literal um, part of it? Not really, no. Oh. Uh-uh. Daddy is a is an attitude. It's a feeling. It's a <laughs> look. It's a, a mindset. <laughs> That's a cable commercial, Mike. <laughs> Just because it's the time of year that it is, and, and Topher is getting more sophisticated. Uh, Christmas and S-A-N-T-A. Uh, do you have a... Mm. Do you have a strategy? Are you on the same page about that? He's maybe on the cusp of having any idea what's going on. Probably sees a lot of pretty things, but... Um... We might go be driving through some of those pretty things this evening. We'll see. Yeah, um, yeah S-A-N-T-A is not really on his radar. Really? And we are, I don't think, entirely on the same page about that either. How about but... S-A-T-A-N? <laughs> We've already renounced those spiritual forces. <laughs> Great. Topher was baptized when he was three months old. <laughs> Did it take... It always takes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I would be fine not doing anything like Santa, just these are presents from parents, but yeah. I think that's about a life lost because it wasn't one really worth fighting. Oh, and yeah. yeah. So, th- but there will be presents and they're mostly all purchased. I think they're all purchased um, and hidden around our condo. And Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we had an interesting conversation about this at work the other day, and everybody was sharing their family's traditions about what, if anything, comes from Santa versus comes from mom and dad right. versus comes from, you know, siblings give each other gifts. They didn't fucking buy the gifts. Like, they, right. they, were, they, they were told this comes from your brother or whatever. Um, but one of, the, one of the ones I thought was really interesting is a, a family where, like, nothing comes from Santa except the stockings. Like, huh. and the whole thing was, I made that money. That kid needs to know where it came from. <laughs> and there's a socioeconomic oh. thing happening there uh, mm-hmm. uh, of like, like we we don't we don't have a ton of cash and yeah. like like partially. So kind of a reality check kind of piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are the uh, best and I specifically want to hear worst parts about being a dad? Um, for me, it's the when he doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. The just like having to be on. All the time, mm. which is its own kind of exhaustion. Um, so I'm, I'm managing him, keeping him alive, while also uh, managing the anxieties and the emotional realms of congregants as well. Mm. So, like, which is most of mine are pretty good, but there's still a level of management. It's not like I'm parenting them, yeah. But there's a level of okay, I just need to not care for a little while, yeah. uh, and that. It's very hard to come by. Has that changed your, um, like, uh, now that you have him to care about, does that put other things into perspective and, like, re- reframe any of them? Uh, maybe some things. I-, I think the pandemic has done just as much of that for me of what do I still miss and needs mm. to come back and make a way for it to come back when we can. Um, so one of those is I really miss singing and, like, shape note singing. This is one of my hobbies 
from before and um, miss it. And when we can sing without masks in public spaces again, like I will prioritize that and we'll figure out our timeshare so that I can go sing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious if, um, I mean, the, the, the title of the episode is Queer Dads. And if, if the pandemic might mitigate this a little bit, have the two of you experienced anything uh, that might be surprising or different because of your same sex status as, as a couple, like has anybody harassed you about being a family in public or no harassment, but bef- just before the pandemic started, um, I frequently like more than once we'd be out, he and Topher and I would be out doing something and someone would ask, oh, are you babysitting because your wife is at work or okay. <laughs> are, you, are you shopping for your wife? It's like, no, my husband is at work. Uh-huh. I, I'm not babysitting. I'm just on dad duty because that's part of parenting. Like it's right. not. It's not babysitting. Yeah, even it's if just it, being a dad. Even if yeah. you did have a wife at home, that right. was like, yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's particularly frustrating because um, when you're gay, yeah, I could just I can understand that. Wave to my baby. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you found? I think like things I've read about just being a, a dad, not even gay dad, is like are the right accommodations in bathrooms or the amount of that has work, been like uh, benefits that, and all that. Um, my benefits are great, uh, with, uh, with my church and with the diocese and Washington state, hmm. like all conspiring to give me good parental leave yeah. benefits. And so, your CEO, Jesus. I, yeah, he doesn't direct policy. He <laughs> doesn't dictate well, it anyway. There he we seemed go. to try. <laughs> But um, not everyone listened. So I was able to take six weeks of paternity leave for Topher. I'll be able to take six weeks when Tui is born. Mm-hmm. Um, I could take more unpaid. Uh, you asked a question that did oh, hit me. But just any other like things about being a dad or a gay dad? That Oh, I've, I've actually been really appreciative. I think a big part of it is being in a, a metro area, not just Seattle or the Pacific Northwest, but that most places have had some kind of changing facility mm. in the bathroom. Mm. Um, mm. Or if we're regular there, I've known the right person to just say, it'd be great if, because mm. um, when he was born, there weren't changing tables in most of the men's rooms uh, at the Washington Athletic Club. Mm. But we had been members for a few years and there was one, they were in women's rooms and then a family bathroom. And then I emailed the 20s, 30s social coordinator. It's like, hey, we have a newborn and there are two of us. And we can't always go to the eighth floor to change him. Like, how about a changing room in every men's bathroom? Yeah. And they didn't say yes or no. And then we were back a few months later. It's like, these weren't here before. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, that, that's that been the wondering part of it, too. Is like, is there a changing table mm. in the men's room? Or yeah. am I have to put you on a blanket on the ground? Or, yeah. Topher, what do you have? I have a bow. Yeah? What color is it? So white. It's not <laughs> to our po- it's, that's it to our podcast audience. That is White. not correct. No, it's not. Try again. White. No, try again. <laughs> that's incorrect. What's try again. There? there was white on White's. the side that he was looking at. To be fair, <laughs> he, Dan, mute your mic and get out of here. He's he's being contrary <gasps> and silly with Kyle. That's, I think it's green. White. Nope, it's green. <laughs> To our podcast audience, it's not green either. Green? Green? Oh, you're agreeing with green. Okay, that's so wrong that we're wrong together. Let's lie together. Oh, you'd make a great Republican. Green, sure. Uh, All right, bye. Thanks for stopping in. The password is red. That's the color we're looking for. What's the best part about being a dad? Red. Did he say red or did I just... Yeah, he said something was red. A mess. Oh, what happened? Oh, no. Spilled something. Um, Probably one of the best parts is... Milk! Milk! Uh, when he is... Milk? Gentle and vulnerable. Apple juice. And just showing affection. Yeah. Um, Apple juice. Like, gives me a great hug and cuddle. And uh, when he wants to sit... Right next to me on the couch milk. while we're watching a movie. Milk. Milk. Oh, he's yeah. talking into the mic. <laughs> Boy, what what would his podcast be about? 
Milk. <laughs> milk, toys. <laughs> How toys other places are better than any toys we have at home. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, you were saying something adorable that I oh, wasn't Oh, just one of the to. best parts of being a dad is when he is, is cuddly. Mm. Um, afternoons, if he refuses to take a nap, I'll put a movie on. Um, pandemic has had us say CDC or whoever screen time guidelines. Goodbye. We don't care. Um, our sanity matters more. Yeah. Uh, that seems like one of those things, like they would give a rule and you'd be like, you know what? Like go sit on it. Like I like we're just trying to survive. Like I, I that would, that seems like it would make me mad. So he'll, but, but when he like snuggles up right beside me, mm. that's one of the best parts. Mm. Does, and watching him learn new things and figuring out what he's saying and what he's communicating is really neat too, to just like have a better understanding. It's a, a rediscovery of the world mm-hmm. as he's discovering it for the first time. Trade off. Oh, I did not put my tools away or the gardening stuff. Oh man. Yes, same same question. Do you have anything you have anything questions, I guess. The the worst and best parts about being a dad. The worst part, it's hard in the pandemic to have usual experiences and I think a lot of the activities available for parents are to let the parents have a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. So whether that's gymnastics or sports or uh music classes or or other things, library reading time like Almost all of those things have been unavailable to us over the past year and a half, two years. So I think that's probably been the hardest thing is to know that typically these resources exist and they exist for a reason because parents need a mental break, among other things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that just hasn't been accessible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The best part about being a parent, I think Joseph was already saying, but uh, having snuggle time where he'll just Mm -hmm. like cuddle into you on the couch, um, wants an arm thrown around him. Uh, or watching him kind of learn new things, explore new things, see his face light up when he discovers something that he likes. He's been watching uh, PBS Kids, which he calls PB Kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a show called Super Y, which has a little bit of reading, but uh, he's starting to recognize some of the letters and is very proud of himself when he gets the letter right, even though I think sometimes he's not actually picking the right letter. But. <laughs> <laughs> He looks for approval and, and is happy that he's accomplished something. There should be um, uh, there should be like off leash kid parks, but <laughs> that serve wine. That would be oh. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There definitely are like indoor like bouncy rooms, and and Joseph has explored some of those options. But um, but yeah, it's still like one of them's open only one day a week, and it happens to be Sunday afternoon. The rest of the week it's closed, which is usually not closed, but. But there are some, still some resources available, which is nice. You both mentioned then, like, through the pandemic, also, like, having a, I mean, he's been, like, his entire life, it seems like it's been during the pandemic. What kind of things is he growing up getting used to because of the pandemic? Yeah, I think, so it's been tough uh, to get him to wear a mask. So when he turned two, technically, that's when he's supposed to start wearing masks, if masking is required. Uh, and we just haven't pushed it. Uh, we'd, we'd try to keep him away from other people. We're mostly outside with him and, um, that's going to be good enough. Uh, we're going to be traveling with him via plane for the first time in the mm. next few months. So we're planning to go to a wedding in Texas and then we're going to go to Hawaii for, for a week. So that'll be a new experience. Cause then I think the mass will probably be a little more necessary. So we'll probably need to prepare ourselves for that. And yeah. some adults can't keep their mask on the entire time or wear them correctly. Like, I, how would a two-year-old know how to do all that? Like, yeah, hopefully we're not thrown off the plane uh, for his behavior. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's going to be a new experience, uh, kind of working through that. But obviously he's not around children as much as he might mm. be. He goes to daycare a couple of days a week. But on playgrounds and things... He does interact some with children, but but not as much as he probably would otherwise. And like for his birthday party, we didn't get to have a group of children come over to the house and spend that day with him. We tried to do some things online instead, and it just didn't. It wasn't as nice. It didn't feel as good. And uh, hopefully, we don't have to do that again next October. But um, but yeah, there, I mean, there's adjustments. Just like for everyone's life, it's not quite normal, and you're trying to get through it the best you best you can. 
Uh, pivoting a little bit, I'm, I'm curious, Are there is there community? Is there a queer dad community? Like, do you know their queer dads? Do you talk to them? Like, There are. Um, it's. I think there are a lot of dads who had a wife, had a family, like came out late in their lives, uh, and so have children. I think that's probably a majority of, of gay dads, even in the Seattle area, that's, I think, the case. Um, through our surrogacy agency, uh, we definitely meet other families who've had fertility issues. Some are gay, some are straight, um, and have met some couples through that, through that organization. And they, prior to pandemic, were having like annual kind of get togethers around the holidays. And it was a nice way to kind of network with others. I think there probably are a few, uh, more gay dad specific surrogacy specific groups in the area, but we just haven't had a chance to really get much involved with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does uh, Topher have a like any kind of conception that he has gay dads? Like, does that has that enter? Is he old enough to notice anything like that, or has that come up? It comes him? up occasionally. Uh, so we have books with gay dads in them, um, but. When there's clearly like a man and a woman character or animal pairing, uh, he, I think he recognizes it and he'll sometimes defer it to grandparents. So if oh, there's a man. woman and a man, it's, it's grandma and grandpa huh. is, yeah. is kind of his mental picture of what that is, what that relationship is. And so those are my parents who, who are, see him monthly. Um, they're going to come by next next week for the holidays but um but i I think so he's got different modeling um and so when he sees those relationships in in books i think that's where he kind of draws on different examples in his own own mind do you have to like teach him that straight people exist like do you you have to do the opposite of what straight parents do like no this could be a mommy and a daddy and some kids have boring parents i've not taught him anything like that i don't don't know if justice but but i I think he sees it like he and at some point there'll probably be some difficult talks uh to help him understand he doesn't have a mommy like he's different in that way from uh, his peers and um i think most are able to adapt to that pretty easily and and just just are able to acknowledge i have a different experience than most people like i'm unique i'm Mm -hmm. special in that way um, and are able to kind of settle that on their own mind. But, but we have, we have friends who have older children, which I think will be helpful to like one of our realtors, um, has two children who are, uh, I think one just turned eight, uh, eight or nine. So they're a little bit older than Topher, mm-hmm. but that's kind of nice modeling for us as well. And to spend time with them, like Topher can see that there are other children like him who have, who have two gay dads. Is this, is this life? Like there's. I don't know. It's it'll be interesting editing how much uh, you can hear Tover in the background and like. Do you do you live like your your life is living with noise and things <laughs> bouncing and crashing? Is it's how often do you seek out silence? <laughs> <laughs> well, we both went to movies by ourselves yesterday. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like this. He's like definitely in explorer mode, and this is mm. like a new space for him. So he's mm. trying to figure things out as much as he can, and there's. Things that he doesn't see at home, uh, which is probably part of it. He's also, this is his nap time. So mm. rather than like being asleep for two hours, I think he's probably a little bit more hyperactive than he would usually be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at home, it's he's got certain activities. Like he'll play with his trucks. He'll play with his farm scene. He'll uh, play with his, like he'll sit and look at his books. Like he has a chair that he'll sit and like leaf through his books. So he has some quiet moments, too. And there's definitely times when he wants to be by himself. Like, he doesn't want to play, doesn't want to interact, needs just a few minutes by himself. And he'll usually, like, make that clear. Like, he'll cl- climb under the tables, uh, tablecloth or Aww. or sit in his chair with his books or be off in a corner kind of playing with his truck. So um, he's he's a busy guy at... Uh, when he goes to daycare a couple days a week, the teacher says he's he's a busy guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's starting to get frustrated, I think, with his lack of napping. If you hear that noise, we wouldn't give Dan any wine, so we started. <laughs> that's the crying you hear. This is a moment of needing to be by himself. Yeah. Close the door on it. <laughs> <laughs> with you on the other side. Just... A lot of people say that being a dad is not 
like conducive with the gay lifestyle. Um, that's usually how they would phrase it. There are things that people expect of gay men that they wouldn't be able to do having having a child. There, so obviously that's there's part of that that's like very stupid and based on stereotypes. But there are some things that might be more challenging to do with your gay friends. Like, can you go to a drag show? Can you go out to a gay bar? Can you do certain like gay things? Are there parts of that that are truth that are you can't do certain things that you used to but that are like specifically gay i don't know how does that like not just any parent but like gay things that have to change yeah I, I would say that we haven't had to give up things that we would normally do uh just as a straight couple would have a babysitter and go have dinner or go to a movie like yeah. you can have a babysitter and go to a drag show or go out to the club or, or do whatever you want to do um i think for us one thing that has been very important to protect is our desire to travel Mm -hmm. and so lots of parents i mean their children might be five years old before they take a trip again a vacation again but uh even early in in tofer's life we're like this is important to us it gives us a break it helps us to reset we're better parents when we come back rested and so uh and luckily we've had family that's supported us uh and allowed us to take some of those trips but um, so, like, we went to Spain and Portugal for two weeks in, in September. What's up, Topher? Hi, Topher. What color is your ball? <laughs> White. Wow. <laughs> White. White. All right, should we switch off? Sure. Yes, Kyle. What? <laughs> no, no uh, it's funny. You, like, multiple times now, you, I, you, like, paying attention to what he's doing is really adorable. Like, I didn't know that you were so, like... Oh, fascinated yeah. or something with like his goings on. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm very nervous that like at any moment he could like f- fall or or I don't know. I mean, he's like, yeah, he's n- not super graceful, <laughs> but it's not expected until later in life. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he thinks that the whole saws look like a motorcycle. Okay. The because what? The whole saws like you would attach to a drill to like. Is that what you call yeah. your dick? No. It, it's what the label is, Kyle. Okay. I, Show me your whole saw. <laughs> <laughs> but the guard that keeps them in is like a little yeah. chassis of a motorcycle. And yeah. they're side by side. So, yeah. I know what he means. <laughs> oh, I do too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> saw back and forth, baby. Um, the child is outside. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> we just went over this. Yeah, it's not a back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you don't do what motion is it? <laughs> Good lord. We we talked with uh, with Brandon about um, your second about Tuesday. Tui. 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 Um, how are you feeling about it? Uh, mostly, it's out of sight, out of mind at this point. Mm. Um, is that like a necessity to live? <laughs> like to... I, possibly, okay. Possibly needs to be right now. Uh, but the twenty-week ultrasound, which is when you can find out sex assigned at birth, if you haven't done blood testing beforehand, which we did not, uh, is scheduled for January seventh. Mm. And I think that it will get more real then, mm. just a little more concrete planning. Um, but I, as I recall, the. You anticipate similar. finding out? You, like, yeah, we're going to find out. Uh-huh. We won't tell people, but yeah, we'll yeah. find out. Uh-huh. Um, Are you going to have a, a, a sex assigned at birth reveal party? No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, Tom the Drunk Canadian asked if we're going to host a gender conceal party. Oh, oh I've never I've not heard that. Great. If you Google, there's some fun memes about gender conceal parties and like <laughs> swearing to only dress as vampires or something. It's oh. amusing, if nothing oh, else. Oh, because like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as, as I recall with Topher it was a little out of sight of my, out of mind too because our surrogate was in central southern Oregon it's like not a fetus growing within your household right and like yeah. seeing the difference week by week yeah. it's just looking at the app and being like oh it's the size of an avocado this week yeah or, I remember your weird fruit salad that you kept <laughs> yeah <showing up> with. <laughs> oh, let me look now okay <laughs> the size of a turnip oh Okay. Such a weird yeah, comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Including greens. Yeah. Do you, do you, <laughs> even the leafy part? But yeah. Uh, you know what a turnip is, right, Kyle? Yeah, I get turned up all the time. <laughs> turned up. Uh, still worth it? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that's, that's a good answer because you, <laughs> you kind of already you're kind of in it. You're a little yeah. far deep to. Yeah, still worth it. Any advice? Uh, new advice now that you have a two year old uh, uh, for other gay dads? Uh, sleep train as early as you can. Let them cry at first as part of the sleep training and make Ooh. them sleep in their bed. Huh. All of that seems very difficult. Let them cry seems. Well, no one tells you this, but time slows down when babies and children are crying. So a part of sleep training is like, okay, this week we let them cry for five minutes and then go get them. Next week it's 10 minutes then go get them. And then by the 15 or 20 minute week point, they're like out because babies don't know. We, we all wake up roughly at the end of every sleep cycle. Anyway, we just know how to connect them so we don't fully regain consciousness. Babies have to learn that skill. And if you rescue them every time, then they don't learn it. Oh. And then you have a three-year-old who's never spent the whole night in their bed. Uh, but the, the like, okay, cried out for five minutes. What do you mean it's only been 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. I just right. want to go back to sleep, but I need to like <laughs> see if you go back down. So, yeah. but yeah, sleep training. Cause it's, it's, it's made our lives so much easier. Brandon, do you want to come share your biggest piece of advice? Okay, biggest piece of yeah, advice. So new advice, now that he's two, any new advice for gay dads or dads? I would say the best advice is you cannot do it alone and that you should call on your tribe, whoever that tribe might be, to help you. And that could be you need two hours to go to the grocery store without a little one underfoot or uh, you need to... I don't know, do your taxes or you just need a mental break from it all. So I think family, friends, uh, babysitters, uh, activities, whatever it might be, I think those should be part of your life. And you're not failing if you need that help. That's part of the experience. Mm. Mm. Topher, do you have any advice on being a two-year-old? That's great. That's good. That was good. That was. Yeah. <laughs> he blew a raspberry a few times. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, we can keep playing this fun game while we take a break. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Topher, can you say, let's take a break? Hey, Mike. Hey, Joseph. Are we back? We're back. Wait a second. <laughs> We're back. We don't even need me. Um, we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do first. our gayest and straightest. But first, Joseph, if do you guys do you guys want to do like your socials or anything? Yeah. Do you want anyone to know anything more about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph P. M-A-T-H-E-W-S. Uh-huh. That's Joseph P. Matthews. Um if Brandon wants to share his socials, he's not particularly social on the internet. <laughs> uh, he can share those when he gets back over here. He's rescuing uh, corkscrews from yeah. a two-year-old. I have so. plenty of corkscrews. It's to interesting find, how so. many he stumbled upon <laughs> in this place. <laughs> well, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our socials are at gayishpodcast. On Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and YouTube. Do you know our hotline? Uh, five at five have gayish. Yeah, is, uh, five. Yeah, five at five five four two no. nine <laughs> four. Okay, nine, this, four. Is, this is yeah, not this a, a mess. This is not a fun game. This is five eight five five four two nine four seven four standard rates apply. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our we- our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Uh, Joseph, do you want to go first? Yes. Do uh, it. What's your gayest and straightest? So my, uh, I'll start with my straightest, which was uh, leaving my significant other um, to manage childcare while I went out to the bar with friends. Great. Um, <laughs> it was a gay bar, but that's still a straight thing in my mind. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then my gayest this week was uh, waving bye-bye to uh, Bernardo while watching the Steven Spielberg West Side Story last night during the number America. Uh-huh. Um, 
when he says he wants to go back to Puerto Rico and Anita says, I know your boat you can get on. And the company says, bye bye. <laughs> so I was lip syncing all of America <laughs> under my mask and then actually waved at that point. That's, I, I, th- I, th- I think the cute little move that you just did is my gayest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> just having little, a visual. A little shoulder dip. Yeah. A little shoulder dip. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to do ours? Well, yeah, sure. Do a trade off. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and and I can I can go. So the the straightest thing about me this week is absolutely rolling into your house with like a couple of big boxes of tools and ripping electrical shit out of your ceiling. I handed you your straightest on a silver platter. You really did. Mm-hmm. You really, really did. Um, I'm excited for the next phase of that project. By the way, you, you <laughs> the, the phase of and replacing that with anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the gayest thing about me this week was going to Thunderwear night at CC's last night with Dan. I'm sorry, did you say Thunderwear? Thunderwear. Thunderwear. Wow. Yeah. All right. And then I, I took my clothes off. I've never done that before. Oh. Yeah. How was it? Horrifying. No, it, it, was, it, was, it was fine. It was awkward and self-conscious, but, you know, hey, it was good. Did you, did you fuck anyone? No. Did you eat anyone's ass in that bathroom? No. Oh, okay. No, sorry. Okay. Sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, yeah. You did, but that's okay. Um, how about you? Uh, let's do Brandon. Since okay, Brandon's sure. At, well, <laughs> while we have time. While, while Brandon's here and it's relatively quiet. Oh, did you, uh, did you want to plug anything for you specifically? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Peters, MD. And you write books. How many books do you have now? I have technically two books. Oh, okay. Uh, the last is Sleep Through Insomnia, which you can find on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. Nice. Awesome. Uh, what are your gayest and straightest things? So for, I'll do my straightest first. I drank a beer. I almost never drink mm. beers, but every time I drink beer, I feel very straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right there in the theme song. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the gayish, let's see, hmm, gayest thing I did probably was this morning walking through the women's department of Nordstrom and Saks with Topher as he was like rifling through clothing, trying to crawl underneath them all. <laughs> it just felt, it felt gay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I have this whenever I go like, if I go shopping with a female friend, there's part of me that's like, oh, I'm like, can be here and then like help them and or like, you know, say, I think this is cute. And then there's another part of it that, that like they'll start wandering around and I'm just like the, you know, the boyfriend that gets dragged to a store and I'm like, uh, I guess I'm going to look at the anthropology candles Mm because there's nothing else (laughs) yeah um my gayest is uh saying help me fix things mike yeah uh the straightest is that uh i bought some beer uh for (laughs) because that seemed like an appropriate help me fix things thing like you we're we're just bros having some buds yeah while you well rainiers but yes while you Uh, I mean, bud the generic term. Yeah. Buds and buds, as I like to call it. Yep. Every time I do that. Um, Yeah. You knew where your uh, your circuit breakers were and everything. Was... I mean, my place is 550 square feet, so I have pretty. It's you know, like anyone could walk in and like look for two seconds. It's I joke about it. it's funny when I lose something in my place because you can see you can stand in one place and see the entire place. Like, how do I lose anything? It's preposterous. Yeah. Um, Topher's uh, gayest and straightest. You talked about him both playing with trucks and reading books. So we've. That's our time, everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, Topher, any last words? Yeah. No? Bye. 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 Oh, bye, bye. Uh, I forgot to mention while I'm thinking about it, if you have ever wanted to play World of Warcraft but were too intimidated, uh, the guild is doing something really fun uh, on Monday, December 27th, around 4 p.m., give or take. That's our normal time. But we're all going to start new first-level characters and start from the very beginning of the game. And we will help anybody that wants to learn how. Just hop on our Discord voice chat, and we will start playing the game from the very beginning. And uh, But what you want to do is start a brand-new Horde character on the Thunderlord server and name her some variation of spelling for Karen because the new guild is going to be <laughs> Army of Karens and you, if you want to play with us you have to join the Army of Karens but that's going to be uh, we're going to start that on Monday Monday the 27th wow uh, that's that's it uh, thank you to Joseph and Brandon and Topher Peters Matthews thanks again for being on you guys our pleasure thanks for putting up with us today yeah uh, I mean so far nothing seems injured no person or item to me 
So I think that's good. Yeah, thank you so much for being on, and maybe we'll uh, keep this going and get an update once. Bye once. Bye <gasps> bye. Bye bye. Uh, uh, once you keep, once your family keeps growing. Yes. Um, great. Also, thank you to our Patreon family: Josh Copeland, Forrest Nell, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, Mark Walcott, James Barrow, Explo- Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, John- Donald Linsky, Thomas B, Dusty Sands, A. E. Coleman, Chris Cajetori, and Jerome York, and Cian and Javi. That's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cacciatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Bye. 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 My nephew is six. I'm trying to remember the last time I had a, a child of this age in my home. It's been a while. A while. Yeah. A minute. As the children say. Yeah. The youngest guy you've had like recently is probably like twenty two. Right, or? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No nineteen actually. Uh-huh. <laughs>